A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life. More and better life than they ever dreamed of. I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd puts the sheep before himself, sacrificing himself if necessary. Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. Well, I know it's been a while, but I am still here and we are still continuing to read the Gospel of John in the New Testament. Today we'll be reading John chapter 11. In our previous episode, we read John chapter 9 and 10. In this verse, I wanted to show you that Jesus came so that we might have eternal life and a better life than we've ever dreamed of. This is John chapter 10 verse 10. A thief here is Satan who only comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. Satan is only here to destroy us and he just wants to steal our joy and to kill us and destroy us completely. But Jesus is counter to Satan. Jesus comes so that we might live and live more abundantly. Well, today we are going to see how Jesus loved. He got angry. He even cried. And he rose Lazarus from the dead. Let's go. John chapter 11 The Death of Lazarus A man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. This was the same Mary who massaged the Lord's feet with aromatic oils and then wiped them with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was sick. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Master, the one you love so very much is sick. When Jesus got the message, he said, This sickness is not fatal. It will become an occasion to show God's glory by glorifying God's Son. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. But oddly, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed on where he was for two more days. After the two days, he said to his disciples, Let's go back to Judea. They said, Rabbi, you can't do that. The Jews are out to kill you and you're going back. Jesus replied, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in daylight doesn't stumble because there's plenty of light from the sun. Walking at night, he might very well stumble because he can't see where he's going. He said these things and then announced, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I'm going to wake him up. The disciples said, Master, if he's gone to sleep, he'll get a good good rest and wake up feeling fine. Jesus was talking about death, while his disciples thought he was talking about taking a nap. Then Jesus became explicit. Lazarus died. And I am glad for your sakes that I wasn't there. You're about to be given new grounds for believing. Now let's go to him. That's when Thomas, the one called the twin, said to his companions, Come along, we might as well die with him. When Jesus finally got there, he found Lazarus already four days dead. Bethany was near Jerusalem, 
only a couple of miles away, and many of the Jews were visiting Martha and Mary, sympathizing with them over their dead brother. Martha heard Jesus was coming and went out to meet him. Mary remained in the house. Martha said, Master, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now, I know that whatever you ask, God will give you. Jesus said, Your brother will be raised up. Martha replied, I know that he will be raised up in the resurrection at the end of time. You don't have to wait for the end. I am right now resurrection and life. The one who believes in me, even though he or she dies, will live. And everyone who lives believing in me does not ultimately die at all. Do you believe this? Yes, Master, all along I have believed that you are the Messiah, the Son of God who comes into the world. After saying this, she went to her sister Mary and whispered in her ear, The teacher is here and is asking for you. The moment she heard this, she jumped up and ran out to him. Jesus had not yet entered the town but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When her sympathizing Jewish friends saw Mary run off, they followed her, thinking she was on her way to the tomb to weep there. Mary came to where Jesus was waiting and fell at his feet, saying, Master, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her sobbing and the Jews with her sobbing, a deep anger welled up within him. He said, Where did you put him? Master, come and see, they said. Now Jesus wept. The Jews said, Look how deeply he loved him. Others among them said, Well, if he loved him so much, why didn't he do something to keep him from dying? After all, he opened the eyes of a blind man. Then Jesus, the anger again welling up within him, arrived at the tomb. It was a simple cave in the hillside with a slab of stone laid against it. Jesus said, Remove the stone. The sister of the dead man, Martha, said, Master, by this time there's a stench. He's been dead four days. Jesus looked her in the eye. Didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? Then to the others, he said, Go ahead, take away the stone. They removed the stone. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and prayed, Father, I am grateful that you have listened to me. I know you always do listen. But on account of this crowd standing here, I have spoken so that they may believe that you sent me. Then he shouted, Lazarus, come out. And he came out, a clavador, wrapped from head to toe and with a kerchief over his face. Jesus told them, Unwrap him and let him loose. The man who creates God's signs. That was a turning point for many of the Jews who were with Mary. They saw what Jesus did and believed in him. But some went back to the Pharisees and told on Jesus. The high priests and the Pharisees called a meeting to the Jewish ruling body. What do we do now? they asked. This man keeps on doing things, creating God's signs. If we let 
him go on pretty soon everyone will be believing in him and the romans will come and remove what little power and privilege we still have then one of them it was sapphires the designated chief priest that year spoke up don't you know anything can't you see that it's to our advantage that one man dies for the people rather than the whole nation being destroyed he didn't say this of his own accord but as chief priest that year he unwittingly prophesied that jesus was about to die sacrificially for the nation and not only for the nation but so that god's exiled scattered children might be gathered together into one people from that day on they plotted to kill jesus so soon jesus no longer went out in public among the jews he withdrew into the country bordering the deserts to a town called ephraim and secluded himself there with his disciples the jewish passover was coming up crowds of people were making their way from the country to jerusalem to get themselves ready for the feast they were curious about jesus there was a lot of talk about him among those standing around the temple what do you think do you think he'll show up at the feast or not meanwhile the high priests and pharisees gave out word that anyone who knew his whereabouts should inform them they were all set to arrest him thank you for joining me on today's episode well there are few things in today's reading that really stand out and tell us more about jesus the kind of person he was and the things he did and the reason he came Well, firstly, Jesus was very insightful and knew in his spirit what Lazarus was facing, even though no one had actually come and given him the message. He knew that Lazarus was sick and then he died. But something made Jesus stop. He didn't go to Lazarus at first because he knew God had a bigger plan in his mind. So Jesus waited 2 days and then he meets Lazarus. At this point, Lazarus is four days dead. He meets Mary and Martha, and that just shows how close they were, and and what kind of relationship they had. Jesus loved them, and they knew Jesus. They had a close relationship with Jesus, as if he was their friend. We see that Martha knows that at the end of time, during the resurrection, Lazarus will be raised up. but Jesus tells her that you don't have to wait for the end he tells her clearly that he himself is resurrection and life he says that the one who believes in him even though he may die he will live and everyone who lives while believing in him will ultimately not die at all this is basically what believing in Jesus does for us makes us immune to death it gives us eternal life and we are able to live live a life abundantly everlasting and eternal another thing we see here is that jesus had pure emotions 
he gets angry he cries and he feels upset we ultimately sees the chief priest prophesying about jesus that jesus was about to die sacrificingly for the entire nation and not only for the nation but so that all of god's exiled scattered children might be gathered together into one people by this we understand that the good news that jesus died for us and rose again and that if we believe in him we shall have eternal life remains true for all of us every human being and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life so that's the word of god for today may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit rest and abide with you now and always and surely god's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the presence of the lord forever and ever stay tuned <laughs>